What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Whiskey Web and Whatnot with your hosts, Robbie the Wagner and Charles William Carpenter III. Uh, we're also known as the hosts who don't really have beards. Yes, we used to have a don't podcast really. called Men Growing Beards, and that has been canceled now because yeah. I shaved my beard. Yeah, and I just <laughs> never really grew one because it, it doesn't work out so well for me. It looks It looks embarrassing for a man my age. Mine doesn't work out very well either, so you're in good company. (laughs) Right. So we could start our own podcast, People Who Can't Grow Beards. Bingo. Mm. We'll call it Beardless. Beardless. (laughs) I do like Smartless a lot, (laughs) so why not just Beardless? That's perfect. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Our guest today is Kelly Vaughn, as you may have noticed at this point since we've been chatting for a minute. What's going on, Kelly? Hey, glad to be back. Hopefully technology works in my favor today. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I always love hanging out with you guys, so excited to do this again. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, I was surprised that the last one was like over a year ago because it doesn't seem that long because I think we explained to people that you were on the 100th episode, but then weren't because of technical issues. But The 100th uh, episode did right. not have me on. It's fine. No, yeah. no, you were there in spirit. Like, you know, <laughs> we were speaking out into the ethereal to kelly that's right and she just wasn't there to to respond any i i responded but the episode did not like my responses so i was canceled out of the episode you were very inappropriate and we had to cut you so inappropriate let's talk about the reality is that she she came on she was already drunk it's true and we're supposed to get there during and it was so good that here i am again Mm -hmm, exactly it is funny though i do kind of feel like just because we've seen each other and we've spoken in between all of that time so it does feel like a long time yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah not at all so in order to get drunk though let's talk about the whiskey uh we'll talk about the special circumstances that uh, went into you getting yours but today we're having the bardstown bourbon company fusion series uh, it is 95.5 proof, so got a little heat for us there. So by fusion, it means they have blended three different bourbons together. So I'll try and get all mm. these stats. I thought uh, it was just there a, with me. A hype word. Yeah, that's what fusion means. It, <laughs> it doesn't just mean like, you know, synergy and getting work done or getting It's like fission, done. but less efficient, right? Right. It's less explosions, possible death. So the first one is there's 58% of a bourbon that was aged four years, 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% malted barley. Then they added 12% of a second four-year bourbon that has 70% corn, 18% rye, and 12% malted barley. And then the rest, the remaining, math serves me well, 30% is a 12-year, actually, that has very high corn, 78%. Corn, 10% rye, 12% malted barley. So that one, yum, is a interesting, it's an interesting amount of a uh, 12 year to put in there. So I think that. My favorite part about this blend as well is of the 58 and 12%, they came from Bardstown, mm-hmm. but the last 30% is just from Kentucky. See? Yeah. Yeah. You don't get to know. <laughs> not not mm. sure where, but it's somewhere in Kentucky we're yeah. getting 30%. Yeah. Yeah. Guy's house. Right. So two, they did themselves. One, they sourced. Part of it is this is a newer company, right? So their own distillate. I mean, how are they going to distill for the they last 12 years? They wouldn't have a 12-year. Like, yeah. They wouldn't have a 12-year in order to go to market with that. Hard to say. I'm trying to think. Like Heaven Hill sells a lot. They, they'll sell some stuff that comes out of Kentucky, but not a lot of distilleries are actually like selling out to other. Yeah. 
other places. Heaven Hill has so damn much that they're like, yeah, you can have a little bit. Please take some. Okay. I'm getting notes of snickerdoodle cookies. Oh my gosh. On the you nose. know, speaking of cookies, like actually this co-working space, they had like these, they called them cowboy cookies. They look like oatmeal raisin, which I was like, I'm in. And they have a little salt and some nuts and something else in there, like hmm. Rice Krispies or something. That's pretty trail mix cookie. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Hmm. Would recommend. So based on that, I get a little brown sugar. So maybe, hmm. you know. I definitely get caramel in it. Mm-hmm. Sweetness, though. It definitely has like Definitely sweet. sweetness to it. Hi. Oh, okay. I'm going to use a different meta- another What's level of apricot. There's no apricot that I get. Whoa. But I do get a little, bit, first. A, a little bit of, <laughs> of cola, flat cola. Mm. RC flat cola? cola? Yeah, like cola syrup, like RC cola, I'll say, because it's a little flatter and has exactly. I was going right. to say, it's to me, it's like the, the vending machine, like the, the machine cola, or just like this just syrup that's mixed with water. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, mm. it's just like the, the, the proportions are off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, a lot of that. All yeah. right, I'm going to try. I'm going to first right. uh, chew some whiskey. Get the palate ready. But yeah, ooh, on the forward, there's already like a bunch of that cola-like flavor there. Yeah. Hmm? Okay. I'm going back for... Get a little citrus. A little, maybe a slight nutmeggy too. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really have descriptors mm-hmm. for the taste. Yeah. And then on the finish, I'm getting a little like piney, like a little bit of like a pine needle kind of. Mm. I'm still picking mm. up the sweetness throughout. It's a good thing. So it's have. like a. Christmas morning candle, you know, where it's like, like it's got some sweetness and like pine tree. And... Like this one <laughs> called a half baked gingerbread smash when it eventually comes into focus. There it is. Oh, there it Ooh. is. Yes. Oh, this okay. is, we are, we are, we're drinking the candle. It's fine. Gotta make sure I grab the right one. <laughs> I was gonna say, both tasty. One may affect you differently though. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll let you decide which one. I mean, I guess they both would affect you in some ways if you were. You know, to ingest both. But yeah. I think yeah. candles relatively safe. I just don't think it would taste good. It's <laughs> definitely a ninety-five proof. Like I can, I can mm-hmm. pick up the higher proof for sure. Yeah, little, little, little warmth there, but it's smooth enough to be like yeah. easy to sip. Like, yeah, this is this is definitely warming up to me. Um, does anyone feel ready to give it a official uh, tentacle rating? I'm always ready. You were born ready? You I forget. Okay, can we give half? Is it out of five and can we give half? Well, there are very strict rules around this. Okay. You can start at zero. Okay. And then there may not have been a zero scale when you were on before. Yeah, I don't there think was. there was we a zero just, scale. Was this something that yeah. was that bad that introduced a zero scale? Well, we just kind of realized that there's zero base indexing. So, like, <laughs> okay. yeah. it's just, just nerdy. Developer. So, if we give yeah, it a four, just... it's kind of a five in other people's eyes. Exactly. It depends. Yeah. Got know, it. So the Got fifth it. item, it'll blah. Yeah. And we had this debate about whether octopi or whatever could have more than eight tentacles. And the answer is yes, they can. Okay. But that said, let's just go with the eight that we know about. I don't know. I mean, there's no strict rules to this. I think you can go halves if you're feeling it or quarters and break it down in whatever way you feel best. 
I think I would give this a five. I would enjoy it. It's not going to be the first one I pick out, but I will most definitely drink this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. I'm not going to just <laughs> dump it in the It's trash. here now, especially now that I have a second bottle as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by DeWine Spot. If you not live... the shipping spot. No, not the shipping spot. They may be, they are full of shipping mistakes, but I feel like I have to give them a little bit of sponsorship because it might look like you get a second, buy one, get one free. Sometimes. Yes, sometimes. We'll see. But if they give you the wrong thing, then they ship you the right thing and you keep both. That Something happens there. They have a diverse selection and they ship to everywhere in the United States and a few other places too. So it's been helpful for us in getting our guests and ourselves the same things. All right. Yeah, thanks, bros. <laughs> so, what are your, what are your ratings, Robert? Yeah, I, I don't know. I like it. I think it feels holiday-y, which I like. I'm in that mood right now, so I'm gonna be optimistic and give it a six point one seven. Okay, <laughs> love Tentacles. it. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> now you've just gone too far. I'm just saying. Uh, you open yeah, that so door. I, yeah, that's <laughs> true. I did like you do the rules, whatever you want. There's no rules. We don't care um, <laughs> until you do the wrong thing, and then I care. See, this, this is what it's like to be my child. This is also how um, we develop rules in the first place. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're doing mm-hmm. it organically yeah. over time. So I do like it. I think it's a little bit different, and I think it's good straight up as is. So that's kind of nice. I think it's like a 60 or $70 price point, so not crazy, especially how this company can have some things well over that. I think this is very approachable if you're like coming into the brand. Yeah. And in a blend like this, so I'm thinking of it in blended, as a blended whiskey, even though they're all bourbons. And for a blend, I'm like pretty impressed with what they've done with it. Keep Keeping it on the cheaper side, giving you some of the effects of a 12-year would have and it's it, it and it's holiday time. I agree with a bunch of those notes. So I was I'm inclined to give it like six and a half. Okay. Yeah. I'm like mm-hmm. was almost kind of thinking seven. I think maybe there's some other things I'd pick instead, but yeah, I'm good with it. Given that it's such high proof, if I had my little water dropper, I'd just like doot doot in there mm-hmm. and that's the sound effect for it. Yeah. And I'd be curious. You got one that makes that doot doot. <laughs> Daniel's somewhere in the back and just going dude, dude, every time I do it. It's great. <laughs> I, I, I would like to try it again with, you know, a little bit of water in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then there you go. It has a lot yeah. of potential. Yes. So I got those uh, like travel things from Aged to or whatever. I sent um, her. And they, yes. they sent me uh, little droppers. There you go. Oh, from- they yeah. didn't send. Oh, you got enough stuff. See, I already yeah, had. Some I ordered of their a couple stuff. of things. So yeah, yeah. I got the bag for carrying bottles, and I already have the little travel set that I sent to you, Kelly. That's like the travel set yeah, is super get, cool. It is amazing. I have used it a number of times. Highly recommend. If this episode was sponsored by Aged and Or, it should be because I definitely would recommend their stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got a travel decanter and that and like the bottle bag. Okay. And for the price, especially, it's really nice. The quality is high. It, it is nice. The bag, I think, it was like forty bucks or so. Yeah. That little travel case is like thirty something. Like, they're they're really nice. The bottle caddy is so cool. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, most I of the time it. I just use one of the free wine bags that I got over time and just kind of like stuff a few bottles in there. Oh, look at it. Oh, you got red too? I got red because I thought I would stick out, but now we're just going to match. Now you're just going to stick out together. It's fine. I, I thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah, stick out, but together. I thought it was on brand, so I just went that way. Yeah, that's it's a good choice. Too. Yeah. It's a good choice. Yeah. So anyway. But yeah, I think we should just start saying that we're sponsored by things and then just send them bills after the fact and see who pays it. <laughs> Seems some wires yeah. got crossed somewhere at the, on your executive team, you know, but here's the invoice. Well, we're looking forward to your payment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Advertising on, on our, you know, that was an advertising spot and it was about 20 seconds and there's a cost for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> we ended up talking for like a minute and so we're going to need a little bit more money. Yeah, actually, we just upped it. I know your commitment was different, but it really went somewhere. I think there's some value there. And also, Kelly, thanks you for the second bottle. I most very definitely, generous. yes. Yeah, uh, I did get a second bottle, and it was the wrong bottle, which is what prompted me to get a second bottle in the first place. But I'm excited to try the second. I haven't opened it for reasons. But once the statute of limitations have passed, I will... <laughs> I'm definitely trying it. It's from their Discovery series instead mm-hmm. of the Fusion series. So yes, we'll you can discover that whiskey. I will. There will be lots of discovery. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I don't know. I know that we've tried a different Bardstown on this show before. I don't know if it was the Discovery or a different one, but we tried one. And yeah, I, I think they've had some like interesting stuff there. So I'm just hoping. I don't know. We give it a couple of days and YOLO. Sounds good. I yeah. mean, I, I go on vacation <laughs> next week, so I'll come back from vacation and you just let me know. Right. Rip her open. There we go. Yes. We'll see you in Texas with some samples. Oh, yeah. That means <laughs> I have to, well, that's going to be awkward. I have to, then I have to fly it to Salt Lake City afterwards, which frankly, with me, might be a good thing. Get the aged and or. Oh, there we things. go. There, there's that sponsorship like again. Tiny ones. Drop just that, have like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the that, tiny ones. No, well, they have a case of four, like where you can do that, or you have the single thing, and that is like two, okay. two and a half ounces. Like that's enough to like try something. So absolutely, that's smart. Okay, okay. Uh, see, I'm always thinking ahead. How can I get my next drink? Do you think that's a problem? Could be, as long yeah. as it's not like in your light fixtures and stuff. It's probably okay. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. I'm not like yeah. chugging, rubbing alcohol or yeah. something of that nature or a mouthwash. I think like kids in high school would like try and chug mm. a mouthwash to get drunk. I thought that was weird. It has a lot of alcohol in it. It does, but also no. At least you have <laughs> the fresh side bread. Effect of, I was going to say the side effect yeah. of minty fresh <laughs> breath. <laughs> As a teenager, you know. Are we going to do any hot takes? Is that, are we going down through this like yeah, standard I road of things? Hot takes. Last time. Did we not do hot takes was, last? I mean, I feel like we've been doing I it like forever. My entire like life is a hot take, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I searched for hot takes in the transcript and did not find anything. Okay. So, Well, computers don't lie, right? Until they want to kill you. Well, I only searched for the words hot space takes, so if we never said that, then... <laughs> Right. Let me okay. let me double check. You can do the first Have one while I double for check. Hot oh and then if we've done it, we'll stop. Or spicy yeah, takes. Just, yeah. Spicy takes or just like yeah. just search for tailwind <laughs> and you'll know whether you said it or not. Well, I probably always say tailwind because sponsored by tailwind. 
but I wish we could sponsor. <laughs> Actual response: well, We could get sponsored by Style X now. Well, I don't even know what that is. So it's like you haven't been on Twitter all day or something. Does Kelly yes. know what that is? I mean, it's been talked about I've a couple seen, different times. I've but seen things. <laughs> yeah, I take most of my like real tech evaluations from Dax. Ooh, like Tailwind he... is not found. Okay. So. Okay. Well, so all right. So, so all right. I'll I'll kick things off with a hot take that might not be hot. We'll we'll decide how many levels of spicy it is. So I work okay. at AI. I I work at a video intelligence startup. So I'm all what can you how can we make these cameras smarter? How can we, you know, develop additional business efficiencies and help cus like help companies keep their employees safe, keep their customers safe and and work smarter, you know? However, I am so incredibly tired of getting emails or DMs or a text I got today, actually, which is a whole nother can spam, you know, can of spam that I want to open up. I don't believe that we need to AI everything. And I think there is so much value in actually using your human hands for things, because I feel like if you just automate everything via AI, we're going to lose the human touch of where we bring value into things. The number of times I've gotten something like, oh yeah, you can use AI to take care of all of your operations. So you don't need to think about metrics. You don't need to think about you know, what your team is doing or anything like that. Just focus on getting work done. I'm like, cool. Yeah. And then I'm just going to like sit back and not care about what my team was doing anyway, because AI will just take care of all of it. Fine. Right. Fine. Trust the robots. Yeah. yeah. Trust the robots. So yeah. it might not be that hot of a take, but like, it, I feel a little like back in my day kind of way about it. You know, <laughs> I and I feel like, you know, 20 years down the road, I'll be laughing about myself denying the desire to use AI for everything. But I just feel like we're trying to AI everything. and I just don't like it. Well, I've, yeah. I've got what a happens of... when AI gets tired, too. Yeah. Right. Like, hmm. will will AI it decide you. that it's sentient enough that it doesn't want to do the work anymore and then try to build mm. like. AI's AI to work for it. And like So you think that self-awareness doesn't lead to being like I am superior to these beings. It leads to I'm tired, tired, bro. Can someone yeah. else do this? Yeah. I think Yeah, it could I like be both. It, like I think it would eventually lead to like why am I listening to humans yeah. at all? But I think the interim step, it's like like when you have a job and you do what your manager says cuz they're your manager, right? Like hmm. it's that's what AI is going to do. be like, oh, well, how can I game the system a little, but still do my work? Like, you know, AI is going to I hope start quiet quitting somehow. We're going to we're going to see it happen. Right, right. Yeah. That was a direct. I didn't see that direction coming. I was thinking a couple of things. Well, we have to AI everything because it's the new blockchain, yep. right? Two years mm -hmm. ago, it was blockchain every company. And that's how you get Ooh, money. blockchain AI. That's blockchain AI. Yeah, build a blockchain, but don't actually look or think about what the blockchain is because the computer knows better. Everybody's going to become a prompt engineer. Yep. I don't know. They've heard, heard that, that too. So there's the, there's the other side of it. But yeah, I think one spicy take is just that like maybe it's all bullshit to a degree and it's just a money grab. And some people are doing things of value, but a lot of people aren't. They're doing some stuff that like will never get far enough. And that's the thing. It's like I working in AI, I can see where the value is. Like I can see when things truly work. I can also th see when things do not work at all. And you're like, these are some really great if then statements you put together. I could. <laughs> I've been doing that for a long time. I am also AI. But no, I mean, yeah. there's definite value that you can get 
using AI. I, I do fear, you know, bringing AI into healthcare or bringing AI into mental health, for example. There's like, there's a time and place for everything. And I, that's one thing that I'm just, I have a hard time wrapping my head around. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm, I think there's some really scary places that, uh, that could come up that, you know, who knows? But I think that's conversely it is that you don't know what you don't know. And people a hundred plus years ago were really scared of the industrial revolution and its displacement. Yeah. And there was evolution to, you know, have a place for it. A hundred years ago, people were afraid for, of Y2K as well. So yeah, there you go. For sure. My math checks and out. That seemed it. to work out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it might've been longer than that, longer. but I, but I see, yeah. I mean, I guess a hundred yeah. years ago that in was the 20s, in BC, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I was born, before Chuck and after yeah. Chuck, there's that's all that's there it. is. Yes. So that's what you meant, absolutely. Because right? technically, it was BC. <laughs> Anything before seventy seven is BC. This they is actually going started well. the. It's what is it? The it, that was when they started the epochs, epoch, epoch, epochs, yeah, whatever epochs. the like the timestamp thing is actually Chuck's birthday. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's my middle name, actually. Epoch. That's the there was an epoch and a Tupac. And Ewok. A three. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Ewok. Wicked. I, fun side 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 note. There's like a Ewoks movie. There was like a made for TV movie in the like 1986 or five or something like that. And all this stuff is on Disney Plus now. So I'm revisiting mm. all these things. No, no. I'll have to check that out. I'm sure it's really bad. It's super bad. Like because it's made for TV, it's like a real lo-fi version of the you know technologies they had at that time too. So it's just like I feel like that would make it even better to watch. I watched the whole thing and enjoyed it. I just don't want to recommend (laughs) it. That's all. Got it. That's really where I'm at. Yeah, I have nostalgia, and maybe that's enough for me. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel that way a lot about a lot of made-for-TV Disney movies as well that are Mm. more you know, AC after a little bit older or a little bit newer, I should say. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any of that stuff. You can get sentimentality associated to it. All right. Now's the hard hitting questions, though. Anyone else have a hot take? Okay. Yeah. These are going to be the hot takes. These are the, these hot, are the hard hitting questions. Hot questions. These are going to yeah. be the hot takes. This is like a hot take. Most of these are based on like Twitter, tech Twitter fights, right? Never get involved in those. No, I I watch peripherally and then I ask my podcast guests. So (laughs) it's a way to, yes, I'm going to jump to get rebase or get merge. Mm, We rebase. Yeah. So you do the right thing. Yeah. I was going to say it's probably the right answer. (laughs) People can fight it all they want, but yeah. That'd be a, that would be a short conversation. We rebase end a story. Yeah, exactly. We, you you have that position of power of like this is it's what cool. We do. Yeah, except I didn't introduce it. They were doing it before. I think I think they were doing it before I came in. I'll take credit for it though. Yeah, you should. If they weren't, they <laughs> would mm-hmm. be now. That's all there is. So good for them. 
Yeah. The uh, big one that it's not big, I guess, but it's been more recent than some of these is the sidebar on the left or the right in VS Code. I, you know, I'm a creature of habit. That sidebar is not leaving the left side. Sometimes I get a little, you know, crazy one day and I'm like, I'm going to move my back dock to the right side. And that is the only thing that I will move. But I am, mm. I am left side sidebar. Yeah, same. I think I would be like more likely to hide it entirely than ever yes. move it to the right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's because <laughs> it's just a quick button click when you need a little more real estate. Exactly. Like, Great. Yeah. 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 I can dig that. Oh, gosh, you took the most <laughs> interesting question, Robbie. Sure. Well, when you didn't start at the top, I bounced around. Yeah, I've taken some liberties. <laughs> this happens. So was GraphQL a mistake? You know what? Oh, that's a good that's a good start. I don't think GraphQL is a mistake. <laughs> I think I think GraphQL serves a wonderful purpose, but I think like most technologies, it gets overused and abused in the wrong circumstances. I, I'm going through this right now. You know, our, our entire backend API is built on GraphQL, and we are in the process of switching over to, con to consuming our own public REST API. Because mm. I think when it comes to, I think a good example is if you're dealing with large volumes of data and you want to look at logs, you're hitting the same endpoint every time for GraphQL going to be slash GraphQL. Whereas if you're using REST for this, you'll actually get you know more detailed data around just the endpoints themselves. And when you're paying for things like Datadog to index your logs mm -hmm. with GraphQL, every single log is going to be different, which means it's going to get really, really expensive. So from a cost yeah. perspective, from a uh, troubleshooting perspective, I, I think we default to using GraphQL because it's so easy to add additional data into your payload, either to, to, you know, do a mutation or to query. And it ends up just being, you're, you know, you're still querying for all this information in the back end anyway. It's just giving you back what you want. And so it's still often very heavy, especially if you, you know, don't do things like server-side pagination. So I'll just pause there yeah. because obviously I have opinions around that one. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think that's a perspective, like a cost perspective from observe, you know, observability. I think that's a thing I hadn't really thought of, but it probably kind of plays into an interesting point that I saw posted, which was around like, you're allowing front end engineers to determine like query payloads and, and, and like how fast or slow a response comes like on mm -hmm. the fly. What, and obviously that's can be an exaggeration, but if they start adding like additional entities into their request, oh, yeah. they can quickly be hitting another service that is slow and whatever else and takes way more time. And, you know, that's not really ways. Yeah, it really does. Like there's two sides. Because you can like, request oh. less stuff too. Like I yeah. think GraphQL had gave us good ideas of like, and the ideas were already there with like JSON API. You could do includes and like, yeah decide what you're going to include and stuff but like that didn't really get a ton of adoption until graphql and i think those ideas need to stay around of like the back-end engineer shouldn't have to care if i'm going to use every field in there or not and like optimize everything i should be able to be like well i only want these three fields so i'm just going to request those like 
I think that idea needs to stay around for sure. I agree with that. Right, right. I, I also would say that the introduction of GraphQL, I feel like, made it easier to learn how APIs work in the first place because it provided a it provided some much needed comparative context. You know, I remember when I was first learning how APIs worked to begin with when I was trying to understand REST and then trying to understand GraphQL on top of that felt like a lot, but it gave me a different frame of reference to think about the structure, the architecture of an API. And that's what really had made it click as I've been using them, you know, without that much knowledge, basically, for many, many years before I actually started learning GraphQL. Yeah. Yeah. I think like the resolver paradigm forces you to look yep. at that a lot. Like, yeah, schemas and whatever. Yeah. Like that's kind of nice from like a contract perspective about understanding what, what you can and can't get. It's cool that, that like that's exposed, but I think the resolvers are where it's at. Like that is the thing is getting possibly right into an ORM or another service or this yep. thing. And you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into putting all this together. There's a lot of like that's computation in a service in general, even as an exposed REST API. But now I'm seeing it right here in the layer that I'm exactly. dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing that I see go wrong a lot is people trying, like, it's a good idea, but it doesn't work. Where people try to type the whole thing from, like, the entire like the GraphQL responses are like your types for your front end, and it's mm. like this. This sounds like a great idea until it's not. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It so, does force a lot of like overrides through like pick mm -hmm. or whatever else on the front end when you aren't necessarily receiving or expecting the same shape as the schema, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Good points there. Robbie is uh, joining Apollo. He'll be a part of the GraphQL team and fixing all these issues. For Perfect. You. Mail him directly. Here's his home yeah. phone number. Yeah, you can hit me up at Wagner at Apollo. I don't know what the fuck their website is. <laughs> it's solid stuff. I think it should be. I think it's like we are Apollo, but we made this embarrassing thing called Meteor. .com. That's it. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that you was You can also use the sure. acronym, but I don't remember all the letters. So you can, somebody else can try it. <laughs> When I'm drinking water, don't make jokes, tech jokes, nerd <laughs> jokes, hot take, nerd jokes. Oh. Anyone non-tech listening to this podcast currently, thank you. And I'm sorry that we've lost your listeners. They probably so. stopped after the whiskey, let's be honest. <laughs> they That's true. Uh, anyone I, think, I know yeah. that is non-tech, they, they're <laughs> like, yeah, I listen to some of the whiskey part. And, uh, and these are men, by the way. I don't know why their voices <laughs> are like that. But... Uh, and then I'll like fast forward and like sometimes to the end because then you guys will talk about something else like Cincinnati chili or something. And uh, yeah. we've yeah. surprisingly talked about Cincinnati chili many times and we're doing it again now. It's worth, it's talking, worth talking about. about. <laughs> I mean, I, it's it's like a meat sauce with its own very specific flavoring. Yeah. I mean, I will continue to advocate for this. As delicious Americana. I'm, I'm here for it. I think it's good. Okay. Yeah, I made some like a couple months back because I made hot dogs and had extra chili. And I was like, what do I do with this? Oh, what was your chili? It wasn't it was not a good, chili. Please tell me no, just came it from was a not a good chili. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, it just, please it tell me it, it wasn't. It, just, it did, yes. Okay. okay. Uh, 
It was like yeah. Hormel, like chili sauce or something. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like not great chili, but like I had a ton of it because I because my wife doesn't eat meat, so like <laughs> I, I, I ate like the tiniest bit of chili, and then like. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay, but why you do you have child. a ton of it? Okay, but I do have an important question. <laughs> and this Just this might directions. be a hot take as well, but I am curious since we're already on the topic of Cincinnati chili and now I need to I, we need to close this out. Skyline chili or gold star chili? I mean, that is a, that is the debate that we have brought it's up. It's not a debate. It's you're either a fucking tourist or you know. That's all I can say. <laughs> mm. Um Well, I'm a fucking tourist. I'm yeah, Skyline all day. Every, yeah, yeah. Every tourist yeah. is. I grew up. I didn't though, live there. My dad lived there or lived in the area. I grew so. up in the better state. Mom, so let's be honest. Oh, oh, <laughs> go blue. All right. Fair enough. Wait. If you're saying go blue, I feel like you are saying Kentucky, no, no, no. The so better UK. state is the one Michigan. above Ohio. Oh, right, right. So you play UK yeah. though, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We're best friends now. Now we're best friends. <laughs> That's yeah, all it yeah. took. I'll bring cards. Finally cross well, that threshold. <laughs> honestly, my whole family will be in Texas and my wife is from Michigan. Amazing. And so you a euchre deck will be okay, on perfect. hand. I assure you. Okay. Tangential. Anyway, so I grew up, my mom worked for Gold Star Chili for a little bit. And so I just kind of grew up on that stuff. So I prefer Gold Star. Dixie is actually the right okay. answer. It was a trick question. But it's a funny thing. So a year or two ago, so my aunt, Wilma, yep, that's her real name. She works for Skyline Chili in Kentucky, but on the riverfront. It's like in, in Covington, yeah. right right on the riverfront. And she's worked there for 50 years now. And I guess Skyline has some new owners or something else. I don't know. I just got to read the article later that was shared with me. And, and the owner's committed to keeping this location o- uh, open. And they did a big ceremony for her in her 50 years you know, uh, reach for the stars. That's what my family does. They, you know, they want to achieve. And, uh, but and you they, still don't like Skyline. I don't not like it. I actually would eat it. <laughs> like if I need some, some chili, like some Cincinnati chili, like I will have it. Like I would rather that than nothing, but solid recommendation. Whatever. Yeah. I would rather have that it, than like whatever came out of your can. Compared to like a different, like a fancy Right, yeah. Like if you were yeah. like, okay, here's these fast food burgers. Like I would rather, I'd rather have Burger King, but I guess I'd eat a Big Mac if I had to. I don't know. Anyway, mm. and for her 50 years, and they actually created a day in the city of Covington, Wilma Day. I love that. And she continues yeah. to work at Scotland. That's amazing. Yeah. What a fun story. Yeah. So respect. Yeah. So speaking of fast food, potential hot take. Okay. Why does Arby's have the good burger combo? They are not a burger restaurant. No, no. They have the meats. They the They're meat. going with the They do have, have the, the meats. meats. Yeah. But like but. if I want a burger, the last like I would go to Hardee's before I would go to Arby's. And Hardee's is shit. I'm only going to Arby's so. for the fries. <laughs> yeah, I love the fries. Yeah. I've got a hot take. I liked their old fries better. Oh, Unless you okay. Mean curly, uh, fries. No, curly fries. I mean curly, curly fries. fries. Yeah. There okay, are no okay. other fries in my in my eyes. There, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It. I think someone probably orders the non curly fries, but it's not anyone that I've ever seen. Someone in the back yeah. is like, "Yeah, <laughs> somebody finally ordered it." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whoa, these have been frozen for six years. 
I finally we pulled, just fry a, pulled them a handful and then out. Put them back yeah. in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, something there. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever ordered anything other than like a beef and cheddar yeah. or regular. Like, like that's why I'm going there. Like, stay yeah. in your and lane. That's good. Yeah. I honestly, they did like. Mar- I can't remember the last time I went to Arby's, so we'll start there. I don't even know where my closest Same. Arby's is. I wouldn't know where my closest one is, but like. You know, when you go on a road trip and it's over three hours and you know you're inevitably going to stop at like some kind of fast food place, that's that's in our list of places we'll go oh. to. Hmm. The kids yeah. like Arby's? Uh, yeah, because they have chicken fingers or something. So, I oh, mean, you, okay. Yeah. yeah. The Any place you can do chicken fingers, it's like that's easy. Oh, the closest yeah, one is two and a half miles from my house. That's, that's pretty, pretty close. close. I've. I've driven by still it Uber eats so shit. many times to go to the Chick-fil-A next to it. Oh, yeah. Nice. <clears throat> Given those options. I had Chick-fil-A yesterday. Always good. Always good option. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Chuck? Well, first I had to clear my throat. I was going to make that joke, but I knew you would go right into it. So, Well, you didn't steal my thunder every once in a while. You know that, right? You know, we're both we're co-hosts, I, you know. You're not just my sub host, <laughs> but you're the third. So, <laughs> which makes you're me more third in line. There are three people here. <laughs> I'm third in line. That's what that means. Kelly's first. You can be second. Yes. Got this. First is the worst. Second's the best. Uh, I know. We're still there. Right. Listen. Yeah. If you're not first, you're last. That's right. And so. Anyway, I don't know if you wanted to finish your thought or if I should take it another way, Chuck. Is it even worth it? I don't even remember what the question was. I don't know what it was. Okay, doesn't matter. Moving Um, on. Yeah, so you did mention Texas, though. So I wanted to bring up, we will be at that conf. And is it that conf, that conference? How do you refer to it in, like, casual terms? That. What do they like to be called? That. Yeah. I say that conf. Yeah. And then when I'm explaining it, I'll say, is a conference... And people get the general idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Texas. Yes. Not yeah. Where you but are. anyway, we'll be there. You'll be, be keynoting. keynoting. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you'll be? In order to tell you about what I'll be talking about, I have to tell myself what I'll be talking about. And I'm not there yet. So. Mm. Well, mm. it has like a title and description, you know, casually what it is. Unless <laughs> she's like, does it? Did Clark just put a place? I definitely wrote I think something. It, I think it went straight through from like the CFP or like whatever. Like I think it's just filled in from like the initial info. So it may actually not be what you're going to talk about. So I never mind. Keynoters um, do CFPs. Did you? Do I CFP? had to fill out the form with like just like random information just to get it submitted. Yeah, I would feel like a keynoter is invited, and then you. Go I think through. it is well, yeah, technically but... that conference, by the way. Mm, okay that conference conference. yeah because like the and i know they're like shifting urls and stuff but it was originally that conference right and then it's now it's just becoming that.us or something oh i'm still on that that that's fine that us is that the new website i never knew which was a new one that's i'm also confused which is which is i honestly don't know where i show up as a speaker so it's a big picture we're not even yeah, in the that schedule conference.com or something. Hey, I am. We're, well, not in the schedule, but like it prominently features me and you. My face. Yeah, fuck off. I found way. myself. Oh, got it. Yeah, it's my turning curiosity into opportunity. There See, it is. There There's the keynote. I'm curious what yeah. that 
what that opportunity could be. We'll find out, won't we? <laughs> Can't reveal all my secrets beforehand. <laughs> yeah, I totally know. It's all mapped out right here. I Seems actually, like I have given this keynote before, which is why I, I do yeah. actually know the content. So, so just Google it. Okay. It wasn't recorded, so good luck. <laughs> oh. It's going to be new to me. That was evil. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can actually watch it before you give it because it's like Spaceballs where they've recorded it already. Because there's a link on your, like, that's like, watch this on Yes. <laughs> I know it's going to be filled in later, but like. Oh, you're right. You can click it. It just takes yeah. you to YouTube. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just YouTube.com. Find it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, so my my whole thing is I I am a firm believer in the fact that everyone can learn from everyone and you know more senior engineers those who are higher up in their you know executive levels management whatever you want to be you can still learn from juniors out there and so it's important to stay curious stay open and talk to everybody and especially for those who are earlier on in their journey sharing your journey is super important that you should. You shouldn't worry about the fact that somebody else out there put content out there, like especially one-on-one content, because everyone learns differently. Everyone consumes media differently, and you're always going to bring unique perspective to it. So that's my that's my whole pitch. You just got the full, what is it, 45 minutes, hour and a half? Some, I don't know. I, <laughs> I did it in like 30 you, seconds, you know so <laughs> the rest will be yeah, an open yeah, Q&A. Yeah, Save your money. Just kidding. Oh, buy please buy tickets. Yeah. Listen, yes. if you want to come yes. and hang out and go down the slippy slide with Robbie, I, that's worth yeah. the price of admission it's, right It's there. also we'll, family we'll friendly. We'll hand out bottles of whiskey and go down I'm the I'm so glad that I'm like, it's family friendly. We'll hand out bottles of whiskey. <laughs> yes, no, but you do make a good point of, I mean, most people listening to this, though, probably don't care as much about it being family friendly because we have the whiskey aspect already. So you're probably not listening to this with your kids, but. You are right that if anyone is listening to this and does care about that, like it, I'm bringing my son, Chuck's bringing his kids, like we're going to definitely make it a, a fun family time. Also, any parent knows that definitely includes booze. Yes. It's just part of it. Yeah. If you go to a kid's birthday party, there's always booze there. Not for the kids. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's it. Well, in Kentucky it might be, but. I live in Arizona. It's the Wild West. It's whatever we yeah. want. And if you don't like it, they're probably packing. I'll be in Arizona next year. I might come by and say hi. Maybe compare Porsches. We will. I'm probably not taking mine out <laughs> there. Honestly, I'll, I'll rent a car. Yeah, you're not going to drive. Why? Why are you going to be? in We're going to do another one month road trip. Take our take our yeah. take the southern yeah. the southern route this time. So go through New Orleans and Austin, and we'll go to Houston. So and wait. Make our way across. Are you going to bring the Cayman? No, we're going to rent a car. New car? Oh, just rent. We did. Okay. I told you we have ended the allocation, right? We gave it up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We oh, gave you it gave up. it up. No, yeah. you didn't tell me you gave it up. Are still buying a dedicated track car, but not a Porsche because we. Mm, uh, ooh, controversial. Porsches are very expensive to upkeep or to keep up. And when you want to do, you know, 12 track sessions 12 track days slash weekends a year going mm -hmm. through uh, tires and going through brakes and everything and doing the alignment required for it it's a lot more expensive on a porsche than say a miata so we might be a two miata this two family soon. interesting okay fair enough yeah so wait you're getting no a daniel's car? getting one 
I'm not. He's oh, just okay. he's just trying to get me okay. to buy a helmet yeah. so I go out with him. Still working still on that. Still working on that. There are a lot of things I'd like to spend my money <laughs> well, on. I reckon not a helmet. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe he can there buy you go. a helmet for Christmas. Into something. And be like, ah, yeah. I used to ride motorcycles, and I always provided yes. second helmet. That's the so. that's the answer. That's the answer. All right. Yeah, yeah. like come ride that's, with me. Let's that's go. The correct you're, way to you're do safe. it. I think. All right. Yes. Well, it's yeah. now going to be recorded so. on this podcast, so he will know. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, Daniel, I should say, because I kind of put that out there in the ether. So you got a little, a little apology. Well, if he's going to spend the money on the car, yeah. like, what's a helmet? But this is yeah. such oh, an, yeah. if you give That's a mouse true. a cookie kind of situation, because, all right, so we're going to get this track car. Mm. It's going to be a stripped out, you know, Miata for tracking, which means it's not going to be a street legal vehicle, which means we're, if you buy a track vehicle that you need to tow, to tow it somewhere, you're going to need a trailer. Okay, so now we added the trailer to the mix. <laughs> well, if you're going to take a trailer plus a Miata plus the things you need to, to tow, you're going to need a vehicle that can actually tow that much weight. So we're also probably going to be buying an F-150. Absolutely not. We're also going to buy an F-150. <laughs> and so. Why not a Cayenne? Um, can we go back to the, uh, the, the expensive? Actually, Cayenne's will pull 7,700 pounds. Which is amazing. Yep. I, I had one for a minute and I have a Q7 that okay. pulls 7,700 okay. also. So both of those would actually meet that requirement. And I would throw this out. Like I've seen a lot of things around because I mean, Miata is actually a pretty desirable marketplace too. So they're not necessarily cheap cars. They yeah. have that. Oh, but they're, yeah. But, you know, maintenance wise and whatever else, like, okay, I don't know. You might be splitting hairs because I would. I would suggest a spec box. We were considering that like, as well. Um, but then we're get, still yeah. getting, a, that's it again, it's the maintenance side of things. So you can, you can get a, like, you think that it's, it can be cheaper? I think it can be at least Chuck's going to do I the think maintenance there's parity. I think it, a 987, okay. and, and especially if you're looking at a Miata, so you're, you don't even yeah. need an S, so you're fine with, you know, the smaller engine, a 987. Okay. I think there's parity there and you, and, and look at like spec box, spec boxster builds. There's some really cool stuff. I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. I don't have that notification mm -hmm. yep, set up welcome. on bring a trailer. I'm still. Well, stay off of I bring can't. a trailer. Also, I joined the PCA just for Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm in, Join I'm in PCA. our, peach, actually our peach state PCA holiday party is on Saturday and it is a murder mystery party. So. Oh, nice. Mm. See, yours okay. is way cooler than mine. When I was in the Potomac region, that was an amazing mm -hmm. PCA group. And I just continued it when I moved to Arizona. But it's a bunch of boomers with like Tiptronic that like, I don't know. They just want to find ways to get like cheaper dinners and stuff. Oh, and it was like, that's sad. It's not don't that we all want to get cheaper dinners? I mean, though? yes, but. I guess, but I don't want to <laughs> hang out with them but we've when done, I get it. Like, like, we've done fun, fun. fun events. Like one of our events was at the Delta Flight Museum. We've done all kinds of drives. Mm. I saw that. We've done all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> No, you didn't. I, I've been doing mine on the download. Well, so I haven't actually poured more of mine yet. It's I'm. What? I'm. You're I'm one behind, Vaughn. It all You're over one my behind, face. Vaughn. Okay, you better go. get up. Going for more. All Maybe right. if I can open this. All right. No, I'm still. I'm still. I'm still holding out for my nine six four nine eleven. Really, really want one. I mean, I know. I I sent you pictures. I know. I know people. 
iBoy on the East Coast will get you one that is tip top and it's, it's not going to be cheap, cheap. And that's why I'm waiting. They aren't cheap. What, what money. do you get any kind of Porsche this cheap? <laughs> oh, money. Yes, possible. yes. I was going to say, also well, garage so space. The, the water cooled market is dipping and will probably continue. And the air cooled market is going to stay. And that's just because of how many they made on one side of the fence versus the other. Like they're making a lot ever since the 996 generation or even the 987 Boxsters. Since Boxsters and Cayennes were released and they started mm-hmm. printing money, they yeah. made a shit ton. So, yeah, it'll, I will, yeah. it will happen. I will get one. It's mm-hmm. just not going to be yet because, yeah, money, money is part of it, but garage space is the other part of it. I, I, need more garage space before because that's the other thing we also need to get garage space for the track car as well yeah throw the Miata out absolutely not you first absolutely not (laughs) no you're you're just going to be getting what it is is you're going to start there are actually a couple uh atlanta car Mm -hmm. clubs where you can get like storage space and do all this stuff and you just start your own go get a warehouse okay now we're talking boom yeah such a beautiful sound yeah yeah we thought about doing that for a second. We were going to yeah. like start a new business that converted classic cars into electric cars. And then all of our money went away. So we didn't do that. But so, And then we were like, how do we just feed our families and pay the rent? Yeah. Or pay the mortgage, I guess, whatever. Yeah, having food is nice. Nice. It's a concept. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's a fun idea. Just like buy a way. Yeah, food? I love food. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Uh, buy a warehouse and use that as like a car club and that way you disperse yeah. the costs of said warehouse and mm-hmm. then you do cool things like get lifts in it and everything so that people can come i can set up like my dream cars. little like co-working yeah. area with a cafe and oh, exactly all yep. right you put so the desks now, under the cars that are lifted up so you can be a little dangerous while you're doing it i yeah. saw one years ago in brooklyn that was a climbing gym where they added a co-working space in and then like the clo- co-working space was kind of elevated and you could huh. watch people climb while you did all your working stuff mm. i thought you were gonna say you had to climb to get in there which would be kind of cool like no <laughs> not accessible at all climb. exactly <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. I guess you could Easter egg that. I don't think you could. Do if it any investors time. out there are yeah, listening yeah. and want to invest in a really, really smart entrepreneur who is considering buying a warehouse, turning it into a car club, <laughs> slash coffee shop, <laughs> slash co working space, uh, hit me up. Hit you up. Yeah. At- Atlanta is, it's begging for this. Oh, totally. Place. I mean, they yeah. exist. And then, like, there's the car club that is in Brazelton by Road Atlanta. That one, I think, has a, like, $10,000 initiation fee, and then you have to pay, you know, a couple grand a year. Mm. It's limited. There's yeah. one in Alpharetta that we talked to that has a wait list. There are others as well. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's – they all have wait lists, which means there's room for another one, right? There is. Yeah. yeah. And you can just spin it for a different market a little bit. So, like, I know a lot of them are just, like, super bougie. Yeah. You need somewhere to, like, store your Mine's going to be, like, millennial vibe. And- yeah, yeah, where it's like, you know, it's a, it's a it's a vibe where you can work yes. too cuz you're still working. Like you're not exactly. some retired whatever thing. Yeah, there's one up in Scottsdale that has like oh, a track fun. attached to it and stuff too. Maybe like, maybe another yeah. time. <laughs> it is a really cool place, but yeah. There's like there's also this other company that like sets up these like little complexes called toy barns and they're like condos, but they're mostly like all parking space and then a loft space to do whatever else you want. Yeah. 
we looked at that for a minute too. I was like, oh, that would be fun to do that business slash have a working All space. All right, yeah. I think this is yeah, it's expensive idea. though. I'm gonna mm-hmm. Daniel's gonna come home from yeah. his work dinner tonight, and I'm gonna be like, so here's our business plan. Yes. <laughs> There we go. Already put the down payment down. Remember that time you <laughs> drove an F-150 uh, home yesterday? <laughs> so I found another way to spend more money. He wasn't actually buying the F-150. He was doing an extended <laughs> test drive. But he was meeting me and a friend of mine at a wine bar. And we obviously drove separately. And so I'm driving home in my in my car. And I just see these like lights that are way above mine. And I'm like, that's not a Miata. Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And you're like, something is going on here. And I'm guessing it wasn't the electric F-150, so you don't even have that. To... Nope, not an option. Mm. Yeah, I heard that they're actually doing they are. really badly. Like, really? Like, on, like, every car company that's, like, a classic car company, like, not Tesla, but, like, right. everyone else that's made electric cars is, like, except, people don't except really Porsche. want these. Icons are doing great. And, like, yeah. Except Porsche. Well, oh, yeah, they're sure. hotcakes. Yeah. They like fly off yeah. the shelves, and they're amazing. So, but I mean, like a like a not super yeah, performance like kind the of everyday like generic Ford. car that's electric. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Kia has a lot now, and then what's the Genesis is basically Hyundai or something. I the the Ionic, you mean? Yeah, so that's the Hyundai, right? Well, no, Hyundai has their own, but there's like the. Oh, Genesis isn't electric. That's just like basically the. That's Lexus their fancy of, Hyundai. Yeah, fancy Hyundai. Yeah. Where they have the, the Bentley Lexus logo of, on there, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, and you're like, oh, cool. Okay. Oh, and that's not a Bentley. Okay. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> the. I mean, so, Ferrari has La Ferrari. They have kind of a hybrid. Yeah, perfect. Flex. We'll just pick up a couple of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're dreamlining. I have driven a Ferrari and they are yeah. pretty fucking awesome. I I actually was like kind of cynical about them in general. Like, I don't know. You always hear about how they have like so many issues. Like, oh, if you like a Ferrari, make sure you have two because one's always in the shop. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. A few years ago in Italy for a day, rented a Ferrari and it was incredible. It was a 488, 488 Spider, and it was awesome. It was like. This is $350,000, but I understand why. <laughs> it was like a race car that was like accessible and fun. And I don't know. Yeah. I think it should come with a race car driver because I'm not going to be ballsy enough to like drive it that fast. <laughs> I know I you would because... be. I've been in your car. <laughs> yeah. So, not, you know, and I think I was nice to you. I scare some people sometimes. Just, I don't yeah. know. I don't care. No, I mean your your like casual driving mode is still pretty fast and like passing everyone and okay. you don't you probably don't think it's intense, but no. Uh, I think I, that's I'm what bitch, people on the West so. Coast drive like. People <laughs> yeah. because we are like the culture of highways and driving everywhere. Just get used to it. We're exactly. Just, like, used it's to same it. same for me. Yeah. Yeah. My my vehicle goes fast and I have to pass people because everyone drives slowly. That's their problem. I think and I also think that like speed and power is a safety feature. Actually, I try to explain it this is, before yeah. to like folks who are like, mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, no, Especially my ability, electric cars. Yeah, my ability to like whip around people and put myself in a better position is actually. And it a has it has me. most mm-hmm. definitely been it been put to use before. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've been unfortunately driving my dad's 2007 BMW to work because we just have the Tesla and my Bronco that I'm not going to drive. So yeah, I've gotten used to like the Tesla being able to just go where I want at like whatever speed I want and the BMW with no sensors for backing up or anything and like it's just a different world. I'm like, I don't know how to drive at all. That's honestly one of my biggest fears <laughs> is we learned how to drive without all this technology in our vehicles. That's not a thing anymore. That's yeah. true. Cause like, no matter, like when I learned to drive, the biggest barrier was like, oh, you should drive a manual because it just forces you to be a yeah. little more connected to how fast you're going to go and everything else. It's like, okay, but now. There's so much assistive technology. That's why people can be like this. I can't tell you how often I'm on the highway yep. and somebody's like, like, drives nothing. me crazy. I want autonomous cars just because yeah. that's inevitable. Nothing teaches you how to drive a manual more than learning on a manual without hill start assist and living in a mm -hmm. very hilly area. It's a great way to learn. There was one point where I literally put my e-brake on and got out of my car when I was still relatively early on in my learning how to drive a manual because a woman pulled in behind me in a parking lot on a hill and she was really, really close to me. I'm like, look, I'm going to roll back. I do not want to hit your car. Please move back. And of course, people are not yep. going to be like, wow, no, figure it out. They're going to roll back because they don't want you to hit your car. Yeah, yeah, you're saying this is what's happening. This is the I situation. swear I'm doing I the mean, best I can, I but I don't want to hit you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm going to need a exactly. little leeway, lady. Thank you. That's pretty. So I do want to touch on you are in the top 1% of Taylor Swift listeners. <laughs> what are what are your favorite songs? Like what do you listen I to? I actually listen to the This is Taylor Swift playlist. On shuffle so it's constantly something mm. new no something new i don't let me let me say i don't generally pick what i'm listening to it just happens but all okay. too well it's my all-time favorite Taylor Swift song all too well all too well 10 minute version just made it even better i found that running or just generally working out to all too well 10 minute version is amazing because by the time you're done with it 10 minutes has gone by it's like oh <laughs> I like that. I like being yeah. distracted when I'm exercising, yeah. especially like when you're doing those distance. Like, uh, I'm gonna ask Ooh. a question. Don't be offended. All too well. Is that the one that's the Jake Gyllenhaal yes. song? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember when like there was like a hoopla about that, the 10 year or whatever anniversary of it, and then it kind of resurfaced. Uh, I'm a I'm more of a passive Taylor Swift fan, like. I like. I actually think she's very talented. I enjoy the things. I don't really ever seek it out, but when it's happening, I'm like, I think, yeah, I like this. I watch the like, documentary. I think that's the thing. A lot of people don't like. They're you know, a lot of people think of Taylor Swift as the 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 woman who writes a bunch of breakup songs and that's it. But you don't become a billionaire mm -hmm. and literally have an impact on the global economy by just writing a bunch of breakup songs. But people will find anything right. to just no. like She's... push any kind of female talent down in general. So, oh, you're a pop exactly. star, so I don't give a shit, and I marginalize. I lo lob you in with folks that are yes. more manufactured. But that's what I loved about watching that documentary is that you get a real like sense of her process and like 
a look into like she's a real artist like soup to nuts she's doing the whole thing she has a lot of input it's her whole life and like I respect her in that way like much like when you look at folks like Ed Sheeran and uh uh what the hell is his name John John Mayer John Mayer is also like a real musician and a real like he really like looks at all and maybe that's controversial about John Mayer you have to apply to get his amplifier like the the amps he uses you can't just buy them like they only sell them to people they deem worthy anyway interesting interesting no i had no idea you found yourself interested enough to try and get one of those i had no idea i know he's a sneakerhead someone told me he's very funny i know like some of these other things about his like personality but i know know that he's like a true musician that like cares about the craft and the nuance of it all and I see like Taylor Swift and in that same There's vein. There's a reason why she's the 2023 mm-hmm. time person of the year. It's a fantastic article, by the way. Yeah. I learned today that okay. she started preparing for the Eras tour six months prior, at least six months before it started. And what she did, she ran every day and sang her entire track list, which, by the way, it's a three hour show. And she would run during the <laughs> fast songs and do a fast walk during the slow songs. Just to make sure that she had enough endurance. She was running while singing? Just to build up her endurance to be able to perform for three hours straight. I I think I get winded just singing (laughs) sitting down. (laughs) Well, what if he had a code running or something like that? I don't know. I I love when people are like intensely like married to being as good as they can at their craft, right? Yeah. And I do think that that's somewhat con- like, so we talk a lot, we've talked a lot in our, our, about like software engineering in general, like an art craft of things. And it can be a craft and it can be a job. I actually think it can kind of be both and be successful across the board because like people who can write code and make things are useful to tons of industries, tons of companies and whatever else. And they're going to need people who punch in and out and still do a good job. And then conversely, you have folks that are just like, they're intense and they're dedicated and they're whatever else. I, I feel like there's a, like a bit of that as well. And neither are the right answer, right? Is it a work-life balance? Great. That's what works for you. People should hire people like that who want to be, you know, an engineer, senior engineer for the next 10 years of their life. Like that's totally. super valuable too. You don't need a unicorn who's written 35 articles and does a bunch of speaking and all like, that's not the only yeah, person. You, you need. You, and also your so, team would likely be very homogenous as well. And there, I feel like there'd just be a lot of competition. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I might start to create that because I think that like, if that's the person as part of a team who's kind of set that standard, you feel like, Oh, well, they're heralded so often like that's the only way i'm gonna be good yep. at my job oh shit yeah sorry life but sorry life <laughs> and on that note yeah all right yeah speaking of life it is time for dinner for me so is there anything you want to plug or mention before check out my newsletter lessons in engineering leadership i send a now weekly newsletter i went from bi-weekly to weekly it's pretty great you can read it in under five minutes because we're all busy and I'm also busy and I write something quick and you can find it at engleadership.xyz. 
pretty sure I also own like lessons in engineering leadership and other various domains, but I use engleadership.xyz. Mm -hmm. Cool. I'm a thanks. Subscriber. <laughs> cool. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe, leave us some ratings and reviews. We appreciate it. And we will catch you next time. Boom, 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 boom. I feel like if I don't do that, I'll.